Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Marketing strategies and interviews with really smart people. This is How to Market Anything, the podcast with Tim Bird. Fortunately for you today, I got a guest who's going to talk about all about training, best practices, worst practices, other practices. His name is Carol Bernard coming to us from Washington State. Carol, hopefully you're okay with this COVID thing. We're recording this right now and, you know, that's that's the, you can't turn around without hearing the word COVID 19 times. Uh, you doing okay out there? Yeah, we're doing good. We're doing good, man. If I could just stop sending an email to COVID-19, I found myself writing so many emails with the subject of COVID-19. I started to put it in the two box and I was like, well, COVID-19 is probably not going to respond. Yeah, don't hold your breast. You deal primarily with government people. Mm -hmm. How'd you get started? So my background started probably about the year 2000, 2001. I went into the Navy as a supply officer. That's where I started my career in the acquisition community. Uh, fast forward it uh, to 2007, I, I got out and I uh, was working back in procurement here, uh, the local city where I live. And then I went back into the government, was a contract specialist with the VA. And also uh, after that, my last tour of, of duty, as I like to call it in the government, was I worked for the Small Business Administration out of the Portland District Office. And my primary job there was to uh, help people on the government contracting side. So the three big C's of the SBA's mission area, this is really relevant today, especially, but is is credit. So getting the loans, uh, counseling and contracts. And so the contract side is where the SBA tries to have some special programs to help small businesses get involved with government contracts to help them grow and diversify their business. So that's where I started. And we'll talk probably more about this, but this is also where this whole idea of having all of this training online really began because as I was working to help a lot of these small businesses, uh, and, and by the way, that was right at the, the last recession where if you were in the government, you were doing really well, but if you weren't, you were not, and everybody was trying to get involved. And so that's also why I'm pretty passionate about what I do and trying to help people get ahead of that curve so that they can leverage government as not just a growth strategy, but as a, as a protection and a diversification strategy for their business when we have times like these. And so we didn't have a lot of online training at that time. Um, and so we started working uh, about 2015, actually. So there was a little bit of a gap where I actually went and worked uh, for a PTAC for a while. 
Uh, and then we finally were able to get the resources and the technology was where it needed to be. So we were able to launch Govology.com. And right now we've got about 90 on-demand courses and all kinds of topics from business development to marketing and cybersecurity and, and things of that nature. Uh, we also do live webinars about once a week, but uh, pretty soon here, come this summer, we'll be going to twice a week uh, pretty much on our, our schedule. So we're getting a lot of great presenters, some great subject matter experts from across the nation. And that's what we essentially do at the core is, is really uh, just maintain this great online training library for folks. So you were really doing online training before online training was cool. Yeah. Yeah. All the way back at the, when I was at the SBA back in uh, 2011, we were getting some grumbling because uh, uh, we were servicing the, the entire state of Oregon, but Portland, where my office was, it was up in the Northern part of the state and the people down in the Southern Oregon would always get upset with us because we wouldn't do as much training down there. And so I was like, why don't we do some webinars, <laughs> you know? There you go. And so we, start, we started doing that, and I started with being the webinar guy, and then I just expanded and took that outside, and, and uh, that's what we continue to, to build and leverage. And nowadays, it's, it's ironic, but it's, it's more important than ever um, to, to really be able to be able to access the education in that way through the webinars and through on demand. When you started doing the webinars, did you ever think someday everybody's going to be doing this? <laughs> I thought that someday probably, you know, there was going to be a lot of, of, you know, training out there. I didn't know what day that would be, but I, I did know this is that the need there was for it. Yeah. Uh, because we were having people as I was trying to help them, like for example, we didn't have any proposal writing training really that we were doing maybe once a year or something like that. And so if, if you just happen to not be able to come to that specific location where we were doing the training at that specific date and time, you were just missing out. And if you wanted to get that, the option is fly to Washington DC and watch and go get a training because they have them there. So sure. I said, this is ridiculous. We've got technology these days. Let's use it. <laughs> A true visionary, <laughs> literally a true visionary. Uh, Carol Bernard, my guest on how to market anything. What, what exactly is a P-TECH? Great question. So, you know, government has a lot of terminology. So a P-TECH stands for the Procurement Technical Assistance Program. And a P-TECH is a Procurement Technical Assistance Center. So the Defense Logistics Agency back in the mid 80s, funded a program because they said, hey, we're tired of paying too much money for things. So let's bolster up our supply chain. Let's get some small businesses involved and let's provide some funding so we could actually help them get the guidance that they need. So back in the mid 80s, the Defense Logistics Agency, part of the DOD, uh, funded this PTAC program and they've been funding it ever since. And so there's centers all across the U.S where if a business wanted to go in there and get some assistance with navigating some of the ropes through a one-on-one -on -one, uh, personal interaction with uh, one of these PTAC counselors, they can go and get that for free. Similar to the way the SBA has their small business development centers where they have counselors that are funded to give people localized guidance and assistance. Yeah. So PTACs can not only help people in some of the federal side, but they can also help them understand how to get involved with state and local government opportunities. 
And that really gets important, especially in times of crisis, uh, because a lot of the state and local agencies are the ones that are getting funded from the federal government to take care of their stuff at home. Uh, we do a, a hurricane relief webinar every year with some of the PTACs down in the affected areas like Florida and Puerto Rico and Houston. Sure. And so um, they have that training at the ready to give to people. Uh, and they play a, a big and an instrumental role uh, uh, in a lot of places. And we have a partnership with many of them. So uh, there's 94 PTACs across the nation and we've got a partnership with about 90 or about 70 of them where uh, businesses, uh, in particular, some all businesses can go in there and uh, watch any of our Govology trainees for, for free if they're a client of their PTAC. And the name of your company is Govology, G-O-V-O-L-O-G-Y. That's correct. Gov, Govology. Is govology.com or is it .gov? Govology.com. Because <laughs> it would be cool <laughs> if it was govology.gov. But Yeah, but you can't get that domain. Yeah, those are hard to get. When when you talk about training, what's the biggest hurdle that you see out there with businesses when it comes to training? You know, every business has their issues with it, but is there one big thing that you see across the board? The biggest thing, if you just wanted to talk training only, the biggest thing I think is the story that a business owner will tell themselves is that they don't have time to do the training. Mm. And you know, we all have the same amount of hours in a day. And there's some people that go in and, and take the training and, and take it and implement what they learn, both also from the coaches that they hire, you know, it's like, whether you're taking an online training or reading a book or hiring a coach, if you're not doing anything with the information, then you're not going to move forward. Yeah. So I think if you think about training, like reading a book, right, because a lot of people can use this analogy. Oh, I've got this great book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I read it 20 years ago, and I really <laughs> like those concepts that Stephen Covey talked about. I need to implement that someday. <laughs> so that's the biggest challenge, I think, with the training is first, not just looking at it like I don't have the time for it. Because if you don't make the time to either get some training and get some guidance, either from a coach or a book or an online course, you're going to be actually spending more time spinning your wheels out there and a lot more money is going to come out of your pocket because of that. Like a dummy didn't implement what you read the first time. That's right. Do you take a tough love approach with these guys and go, did you read this? Yeah. Did you do anything with it? No. Well, that's on you. I, I, I do. I mean, because at some point, if, if we're coming back uh, over and over again to have a, a discussion, we say, okay, here's the, here's the action items. All right. Yep. All right. Did you do them? Nah. Well, I can't tell you too much different. I can like, probably tell you a bunch of other things, but these are the really things that were important, you know? So let's get those done. <laughs> so, and then we can kind of move forward from there. What's the big problem that you see with training? Is it, is it now that people expect to be quote entertained at the same time? Uh, you know, wh why they don't implement what they've learned? Uh, you know, have, have learning patterns uh, shifted? I think they, I think they have. There's a few things. Uh, if you're just talking training in specifics, one of the things that you and I were talking to uh, before we had this call is that there's a lot of information out there. I mean, we live in the information age and, and I think that if you're getting into the wrong training 
um, or wrong information. And there's a lot of it out there, especially if you're getting your training from YouTube, anybody could post training. Even people who are designing their products to scam you could put yeah. training out there. So if you're just number one out there doing that training, it's not that good. Uh, you know, secondly, there's the whole implementation piece, but I also like to, to say, do the training when you need it. And it's kind of like just in time training. So we have this big library of 90 trainings, uh, right now on Govology, but I tell people don't go and take every training that we have at Govology. Let's first give you a recommended training plan so that you can step through the right trainings at the right times. Mm. And right before you're ready to actually take action on it. Because if you today were going to just start out, you were taking a proposal writing training to with the government. I actually have a government market fundamental series. It's kind of a, a recommended training pathway. And the proposal is like the last piece in the whole equation. You know, if you haven't done the market research and you haven't done some of the other things to set yourself up for success, you could write a proposal and we could talk all day about how to put the right things in a proposal. But if that customer doesn't know you, and I think it's, it's going back to, you know, we, we were both in the same book recently, Game Changers for Government Contractors. And yes. I was reading your chapter and it, it kind of goes to your last paragraph in your chapter. You say creating a solid, effective marketing message, AKA slogan coupled with solid customer research to put your business in the forefront of decision makers, whomever, wherever they may be. And it's the same thing as why I would not recommend maybe the proposal writing class is your first class. You need the market research class. You need to understand the facts and the truths about the market that you're trying to sell into. And first of all, even understand is what I have to sell going to be competitive, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And if it's not, then maybe you make some adjustments before you go through all that process. Oh, we, we've all heard, we've all heard stories of people saying, well, I created, you know, X and nobody bought it. Well, you know why nobody bought it? Cause they don't want it, <laughs> but you didn't take the time to figure out that they didn't want it. So you went ahead and built it anyway. And yeah. now, you know, here we are, nobody's bought your, you know, your super cool thing that you think is so awesome. But, um, mm -hmm. yeah, that, that, that's a, that's such a great point, Carol. I could, I could give you a little story too, just real quick on this. Sure. A person called me up. They say, Hey, Carol, we'd like to bring you on our team to get us, uh, to help us out. They were a construction firm, a minority 8A firm. For those who don't know what an 8A program is, it's a special program where they can get sole source contracts through the government. Um, and so they were construction and they were doing really good. But then all of a sudden they said, hey, we got this great deal to be a Motorola uh, reseller. And this is like the golden ticket because they, they hardly ever like anoint somebody to be a Motorola reseller. And we'd like you to help us out. And so I said, well, before we get too far, let me do a little research and see you know, if, if, if this is what it appears to be. So just within like about half an hour of just doing some market research, we've got this kind of training on our website to show you how to do the market research. And also a lot of those p out there can help people for free. So we did the market research. And then I said, the, the price that the government is buying Motorola 
Equipment Act from the GSA schedule is 15% lower than your wholesale price that Motorola is giving it to you at. So even though you are a small minority business, the government is not going to pay 20 or 30% more for it on a commodity item like that, you know? Well, why not? <laughs> yeah. So I said, man, like, so that one little, like a half hour, could you just imagine if you would have never had that piece of information and you're out there, you're marketing yourself, you're spending thousands of dollars to get onto the GSA schedule, marketing that it's not working and you can't figure it out. That's because your price points way off. Yeah. And so this is the key is to, before you start really going too far down the road, let's get the facts and the truths of what actually that market looks like that you're trying to sell to. So you either know, A, we do have something cool here and it's all about getting in front of the people that might be through a proposal. It might be through a direct outreach and a conversation. Um, but let's get that knowledge piece down first so that we can know whether or not we even have a shot at this, you know, cause if you don't, yeah, don't start shifting your energies from a, a, a market in your business that's working to put it over here and spin your wheels and waste a lot of time and money only to leave frustrated and cranky because you couldn't crack the code in the government marketplace. Right. And how hard is it between crack, you know, like you just said, cracking the code of the government marketplace versus the, the code of the small business marketplace. I mean, is that, um, how hard is it? I don't think it's that hard actually. Uh, but it takes just going back to some core principles of business and in the chapter that I wrote in the Game Changers book, I took I talked about some of these core principles uh, and these core pillars within success within the government marketplace. The first being knowledge, the second being relationships, you know, developing relationships with people. And then through that knowledge and through that those relationships, and as you you do that market research and you do that asking of questions and interviewing these people, you're gonna get clarity. And once you have that clarity, then you can start putting in place a proven process. First, you got to prove your process. Once you've got the proven process in place, now you're getting somewhere. But the first thing, then the first task that you have to do is really prove your product and then prove the process for selling into the government. And it's not just about getting registered at SAM and waiting for those bids to hit your computer screen. You really want to get out there and be proactive in developing relationships with end users in the agency because a lot of the times the people who are uh, you know, evaluating, they call it the source selection committee, the people who are on the source selection committee with the government evaluating proposals are the same people that maybe you've already gone and had a, developed a relationship with and so that kind of will maybe loosening things up a little bit for you or grease the skids. And we yeah. talk about this a lot, but then there's the fourth piece. So let me recap. The first three pieces was the, the knowledge and the relationships and the clarity. And then once you have that clarity in the proven process, it just is a matter of you take daily action to work the process. Just like we all know what the process for maybe 
losing weight or building our muscles is, but we don't always want to do that. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, we can't hire people to do that for us. But in a business sense, if you have some funding behind you and you know that this process works, you can hire a salesperson to work that proven process. And that's what building the business is all about. I've been trying to find somebody to do the pushups for me, but they just, yeah, wouldn't just that be nice? Just doesn't work that way. That would be the like most lucrative industry. <laughs> you could outsource oh my God. the workouts. Oh man, <laughs> I, I wouldn't even need a government contract at that point. <laughs> Carol Bernard Carol is my guest on how to market anything, the podcast. My name's Tim Burt. Thank you for being here. Uh, Carol, let's uh, briefly talk about your your uh, online course, your your uh, your Govology course. What does that look like? How much is it a month? Where do people go? First of all, we have a, a whole host of training that we do. We do weekly live webinars. And so our model is you could either like do a pay-per-view option. Most of our webinars are about 75 bucks if you just want to buy a webinar on a particular subject. Uh, we also have some, uh, like I was telling you, some partnerships with the PTACs across the country. So if you happen to be working with one of those PTACs and you know that you have a PTAC, uh, ask your PTAC about Govology. And uh, if we have a partnership set up with them, you can access our training, uh, usually uh, at little to no cost to you. Uh, but then we have another piece where we call Govology Accelerator. And uh, what I did here is I set up a, just a small group guidance session. So we meet with it. We have a small group where once a month we meet up. And the idea being that I was in the Navy, I like to use this kind of chart your course theme. And so if you were going from, you know, California to Hawaii on a, on a ship, first you want to know where you want to go and then you want to plot your course. And, and the journey looks different for everybody. So the journey for one government contractor might look different from the journey for another one. And that's why it's hard to kind of develop, like you see a lot of things out there, like uh, the, the blueprint, the blueprint, right? Oh, yeah. But it's hard to develop the blueprint because everybody's journey's a little bit different depending upon where they're going and where they're starting from. So we help them kind of map that and chart their course. And then what we do is we meet up with them on a, on a monthly call. And we throw in all the training. If you don't already have it through your PTEC, we throw it all the training in for you so that we can guide people that when, they're, when they've set sail, it's almost like taking a positioning fix. Okay, where are you now? And okay, are you on track? Or are you off track or on course or off course? And if you're off course, what is a course corrective action that I could give you that you could take? So that could be, I can give you one of our trainings and say, hey, you need to do the market research. Go watch Josh Frank's course on market research, who buys what you sell, and follow those instructions. You know, or it might be that go and talk with your PTAC person about this. You know, or it might be go and talk to Tim. You sure. know, sure, sure. so this is the other concept. In in, uh, in Napoleon Hill uh, talked yes. about this concept back in Think and Grow Rich, which is the Mastermind Alliance. So you take this conglomeration of of online training with the mastermind. And we have a lot of folks that we, we work with. It's a lot of the subject matter experts, in fact, that are faculty on Gabology, you know, whether you need some help setting up a DCAA uh, compliant accounting system, or you need to get up to speed with the cybersecurity requirements that the government's now, you know, doing. So we can kind of point you to the right 
either person or to the right training or maybe a combination of both so that you can go and get the information that you need and continue to make those small course corrections and ultimately get to where you're going at the appointed time. Yeah. One last question for you, Carol. When you talk about guiding a business through government contracts or, you know, making that right connection or getting them at least pointed in the right direction versus a, you know, sole proprietorship or an LLC and they're there, maybe they want to get into the government game. You know, they, they just feel like they don't know where to turn. What do you say to those, those people, you know, because these businesses, they're especially the ones competing for government contracts. There's a lot of them out there. Yeah. So there's actually, there's, there's two different businesses. I think we're talking about here, the ones that are not involved with the government yet, and maybe they're interested in getting involved in where did they even begin? Right. We actually have a training on our website that's called exploring the government marketplace for your small business. And that training is specifically designed for people who are new to the market that want to try to understand the pros and cons of it. Uh, And also there's a lot of scam artists out there. As soon as you get registered in what's called the system for award management, you're going to be getting phone calls by people trying to sell you the magic pill. And (laughs) a lot of people spend thousands of dollars diving into that. uh, And we'll kind of tell you, Hey, market research first, right? Work with your PTAC, get what you can get for free first. And the PTAC can do a lot of really great guidance to firms, especially in the early phase and getting them set up the right way. Some people will charge you $600 just to get set up in the system for reward management, which is for those that don't know, it's the, the, the primary vendor management system for the government. So that's the, on the new businesses. So basically if you were new and you came in and looked at that, exploring the government marketplace for your small business, you'll come out of that either saying, well, that's not for me really, or that looks very interesting. And what's the next step? And then we have all that whole 12 part fundamental series, which is getting started, talks about the certifications, the FAR. So we have a few recommended pathways lined up for those new businesses. On the flip side of that, for businesses who's already been out there for five years and they're just running up against a wall, you know, we stop and say, where is it that, you know, what's the issue? What's the core issue? And what I found a lot of times on this, and, and I kind of make mention of this also in my, my chapter in the Game Changers book, is that a lot of times people don't necessarily, necessarily fail because of the complexity of the government marketplace, but they fail before they even get here from not having solid things laid out in their business. And so when I just laid out those four pillars Mm -hmm. uh, in in the chapter that I wrote, I kind of laid out this caveat to these four pillars. And the caveat was that that assumes that you've got a strong leader with a positive mindset and they're very, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not persuasive, but persistent. Yeah. Very persistent. So it starts at the leader. And then it goes to the foundation and the core of the business, right? Do they have a good product at the core? Do they have great people at the core? You know, all of these things, if if those pieces are not in place and you're jumping into my training, like it's all the training in the world is not going to help you. So let's get back to the core. You know, let's, let's identify where your issue is. Then if, if you're strong in those areas, 
and we apply the training and the, and the resources behind it and, and tap you in with the training and, and, and the mastermind, you're really going to basically, and if you're taking action, that's the other, the last pillar. If, right. you, if all of that's in place and you're taking action. Good things might happen to you. You just never know. Yeah. No doubt. Carol Bernard has been my guest on this, uh, another award-winning podcast. You might be saying, what award didn't it win? The one that I just gave it. That's the one. <laughs> Carol, thank you so much for being here. Uh, tell us uh, where we can find out more about you at govology.com, right? Yeah. Why, why are you speaking of awards, Tim? <laughs> well, we I did know. actually, uh, my wife and I just won the SBA's Small Business Champion of the Award for 2020. No, that's the award I was talking about. That's right. Oh, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to be able to go get our trophy because of the coronavirus. Probably not. Well, congratulations to you on that. That's very, very impressive. Before you can market anything, you got to make sure everything's trained uh, upright. And, and that includes you. And a great place to start, govology.com, G-O-V-O-L-O-G-Y. I will put that in the show notes, govology.com. Carol Bernard has been my guest. And and at one other quick thing, uh, we did share a, cha I wrote a chapter, you wrote a chapter in a book called Game Changers, uh, Joshua Frank, and it is available on Amazon, I believe, and probably a few other places, but definitely on Amazon. Uh, check that out. A lot of uh, government um, contract experts are in that book, and, and I did a, a, mine's probably the only one just devoted to marketing, but, <laughs> but um, and yours might be the only one devoted to training, I, who knows? But it's um, it is available right now on Amazon, and uh, just honored to share a book with you, and that is very very cool. So thank you for that. Game changers for government contractors was if they're looking for it on Amazon because there's another game changers there, and then there's the the one about the plant based diet. Don't buy, don't buy the wrong book. Don't buy the wrong book. <laughs> Carol, thank you so much for being here today and doing this. Hey, thank you for having me. If you enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor, leave a comment for me on Apple Podcasts if you would. Like, comment, share, and subscribe to this podcast, 18 different platforms for you to choose from. And you can keep up with me and everything going on in the world of marketing and my take on it at marketanything.co. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.